0: podcast. One of my best friends and roommate is joining us today. Woo-hoo. The beautiful <laughs> Jessica Bowman is here to share all of her good advice. And we just kind of wanted to sit down and chat with you all about something that we have been talking about ourselves. And so we're literally filming this at like 1030 at night after practice. Just practice, <laughs> yeah. Because we were having a conversation and we're like, okay, you know what, we need to make podcasts about this. So
1: yeah. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be on and thanks for having me Claire. Absolutely. I've been listening to all of your podcasts haven't missed an episode. I think <sighs> I have half of one left of the last one to listen to. So Aww. it's been awesome. And I'm so proud of you for all that you've been yeah. doing with this. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah, it's a Our lot girl of girl talk tonight. I, I know. know. <laughs> I know. It's just some good girl talk that's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, well, obviously, I know Jess super well as she is my new roomie. Um, but the rest of the world needs to know who you are. So give us a little quick rundown about you and just kind of how you ended up like where you are now.
1: Yes. Okay. So I grew up in austin texas so i'm a born and raised texas girl but lived there for about 13-ish years Mm -hmm. um and then my family moved to Southlake, texas which is kind of in a little suburb of the dallas area if you don't know uh that was like the summer before my sophomore year so i had a big move in the middle of high school didn't know anyone but it ended up being the best thing ever to happen to me i just fell into the such a great group of friends and joined the drill team and um just had the best experience there dancing and just being kind of somewhere outside of my comfort zone and somewhere new which was awesome yeah and then after that I graduated and I actually I almost tried out for DCC after I graduated but I got into (laughs) my dream school and this just goes to show everything always happens for a reason but I got into my dream school which is UT Austin Hook 'em horns for all my longhorns out there. Um, and so <laughs> always. I always, I, it's like always UT and AM. You can't yeah. say your school without saying hook 'em or dig know. 'em or something like that. I but feel like I should have gone there now. Like, it's dang. the Texas school. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, so I graduated uh, from South Lake Carroll and moved to Austin to go to UT. Mm-hmm. And I always joke that my family followed me to college because they kind of did. But coincidentally, uh. my dad had another job change that took them right back to our same exact neighborhood. Wow! Um, and I have two younger siblings who were thrilled to go back and just jump right back in with their friends. So less of a abrupt move and it was kind of oh, just jumping yeah, right back in. But, but yeah, so needless to say, um we were all back in austin again and so Mm -hmm. i loved all four years of my experience at ut i was on the texas palm squad and had an awesome time cheering for the longhorns it was such a great experience and uh then the dcc thing kind of comes into play i've always just that's kind of always been a long time dream of mine and kept it in the back of my mind throughout college and kind of just went for it once I graduated <laughs> which was weird because Claire is also my bubble baby we, we've named ourselves that <laughs> yeah. so we auditioned in the bubble during COVID and it didn't look exactly like we thought it would I no. don't think but um we made the best of it and yeah like I said everything always works out for the best and for a reason and it's brought us together and it's been such a great experience yeah. So I yeah. know
0: I was just thinking like you've had a really, you've been on some really cool teams like with the Emerald Bells. If, I mean, a lot of people from Texas know who they are because they were on yes. like America's Got Talent. Yes. That's they right? were on
1: America's Got Talent. Yeah. And yeah, so, that was a couple <laughs> years after me. I was like, man, I was, if only, I know my sister's was, always yeah. like, Oh, that would have been kind of cool to, yeah. <laughs> so if we didn't move, but she loved her experience too in Austin. So yeah. it worked out, but yeah, they did, uh, They did america's got talent and they were on the kelly clarkson show and wow we always performed on cruise ships it was so much fun honestly i was i'm like wow am i a high school hero you guys are a big deal yeah
0: but yeah it was a lot of fun and then yeah you said you went to ut which is Mm -hmm. also a great um school just for dance and everything um and then we met like she said in the bubble which was just so interesting because like we really couldn't get to know each other like how we would want to normally, you know, locked away in our room. I know. I always say
1: like, I feel like all of our relationships took a little bit longer. Because yeah, Yeah. we were locked away. We couldn't. We were all scared. Yeah, rookies like couldn't talk to each other.
0: And honestly, this is funny. But when I first met you, I saw you and I was like, Oh my gosh, she looks like a texas mom (laughs) wait i remember someone (laughs) saying that i think
1: i said it (laughs) i think it was you i had on like my
0: white skinny jeans (laughs) yeah and she's just like like, (laughs) a pink top like tori birch bag (laughs) she's just this little blonde barbie and so i saw her i was like oh my gosh like i do not fit in here i need to like amp
1: amp it up (laughs) i think i had another nickname which was mary poppins because i had like all of the things in my bag and like this is one thing about me. I don't know if people know this or not, but I'm—I know y'all do. Yeah. I feel like I have to be like overly prepared. I love it. And so I always just had every mm. if somebody's like, I need a band aid or like a uh-huh. toothpick or like the most random things. I'm like I have it.
0: See, you're a Texas mom.
1: Yep. Like <laughs> <laughs> solidified. I know. What's well, funny that you say that because I first met you, I was like. Oh my the clear girl, like oh. everyone was like talking about you because you were so good, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, no. this is crazy." I know <laughs> but you were so sweet, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I don't know what I expected, yeah. but I was like you were so good i was like there's no way you're going to be so nice and <laughs> sweet and you were and i was like oh yeah. my god
0: i feel like it's kind of funny because like obviously we stalked each other like everyone's kind of getting oh, yeah. to know who made it to training camp and so you have those like preformed opinions of everyone oh yeah and i just loved it cuz like when i first met you i was so i was i mean i was shocked by you too lot i was like she's so down to earth and you were just very <laughs> normal and sweet everyone's shocked by each other no, like, I like, wow but, like there's no way she can be nice <laughs> i know Oh my gosh. I love it. Good times. I know. Good times. <laughs> good times. But kinda like I said, like something that I loved about Jess right away was just how down to earth she was. And we hit it off, um, kind of mm-hmm. in the bubble and like we yeah. were friends like right right out of it. Um, so we became close and um I've learned so much from her just being like her friend and she's so Level-headed and mature and positive, which is, has been a great influence for me oh, to be thanks, around. <laughs> so I know, I feel weird like talking about you. Over there. <laughs> I love it, but no. Um, but I do want to like dive into what your mindset is because you like you guys need to hear just the way that she thinks, <laughs> and this is something that we talk about a lot together. And so, yeah, I just want to kind of get into it, but. Um, what, like, what do you think like the experiences that you've had in your life? Like, how have they shaped you to live the way that you do and, you know, like overcome adversity and trials in life and, you know, what's your mindset through it all?
1: Okay. So I'll, I'll kind of start with mindset and then, and just to preface, like this definitely did not happen overnight and it's still (laughs) a work in progress. Like I'm working on this every day, but I've, I pray about it. I'm like, I want to live by this and be super positive and really just, like, focus on this mindset. Yeah. And I call it the maybe, like, well, the maybe mindset or maybe philosophy. And if anyone has ever seen Tom Brady's documentary, I forget what network it's on, but I think it's Hulu or something. I haven't
0: seen it yet. I really do need to watch it. But anyway,
1: if anyone's ever seen Tom Brady's Man in the Arena documentary, it's really good. Mm -hmm. But I've seen a few episodes, and I happened to watch this one where – He told the story of the Chinese farmer. And I'll tell the story. It's just a quick little one so that you can kind of see where I'm coming from. But it's something that I really I didn't put a name to it, but I really realized like this is what it it feeds back into so many experiences in my life and continues to be something that I can always fall back on when like whether things are good or bad or anything. So, Mm -hmm. okay, let me tell the story of the Chinese farmer. Go for it. Okay. So once upon a time, (laughs) there there was a Chinese farmer whose horse ran away from the village. All of his neighbors came to him that evening and said, oh, that's too bad. And the farmer said, maybe. The next day, the horses came back and brought seven wild horses with it. And all the neighbors came around and said, wow, that's great, isn't it? And the farmer said, maybe. The next day, the farmer's son was attempting to tame one of these horses by riding it when it threw him off and broke his leg all the neighbors came around that evening to the farmer and said well that's too bad and the farmer said well maybe then the next day the military officers came around looking for people to join the army they rejected his son because they because he had a broken leg from falling off the horse and all the neighbors came around and said what a blessing he doesn't have to go off the to the war and the farmer said maybe
0: mm-hmm.
1: so and it's just if you kind of see the pattern it's just kind of an endless cycle of the good isn't always good mm-hmm. and the bad isn't always bad and the point of this story is that we really don't have the perspective of what's going to happen in the future mm-hmm. and when we don't have the perspective we don't understand there's no way for us to understand whether what happens in our life is truly good or bad in the big picture and so i've really tried to adapt this maybe philosophy that I've just named it and into, you know, my work life, DCC life, personal life and everything beyond. And whenever good or things, good or bad things happen, it's kind of our tendency to say that's awesome or this really is horrible. And the truth is that we don't know the full story yet. So, you know, if we really believe that our life is guided by the Lord, then to judge a single moment for being fully good or bad is just not right. And, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have the full picture. We don't know what his full story is for us yet. And mm-hmm. it's it's really comforting and helpful to, you know, not, I guess, not get too high with the highs and yeah. not get too lows with, low with the lows. We've yeah. always talked about that too. And it's kind right. of just that level-headedness, like it really kind of brings you back to your center. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like if you have this strong foundation then you always have that to fall back on, and mm-hmm. of course it's hard; it's a work in progress. But yeah, you know, it's all about just knowing that deep in your heart and being able to kind of fall back on that when times are tough, or even when times are great. Yeah,
0: so, I think like what you said about the highs and lows; like you're able to live life at more peace, kind of that way. Yeah, you yeah, you don't see the full picture yet until you're just kind of you know trusting and waiting to see is is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Like I don't know. I'm gonna trust. And I'm just gonna wait to see, you know, how God writes this story. Exactly. Um, which I really love that. Yeah. Know?
1: I think that's and good. To draw, to answer the questions on kind of experiences as well that have, you know, inside of dance or outside of dance, obviously with DCC and dance in general, just going back to the middle school competition days to auditioning <laughs> yeah. for high school stuff, college stuff. I mean, at UT, we auditioned for every single game. Right. That we, Like once you were on the team, you weren't on the field, so it was
0: like, every single week we had an
1: audition, and, yeah. you know, my younger sister's going through the same thing, and I tell her, I, I try to, I try to practice what I preach, but this yeah. is, like, really kind of the advice that I give her as well, it's like, you know, I, I didn't, by myself, like, I didn't make it until the very last two games of my rookie year, and so you can let it beat you down, you can let it get to you, but if you know, like, like, in, at the moment, I was, like, this is horrible. This yeah. is the worst. Like, right. oh my gosh, I saw. Why is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> why is this happening to me? Yeah. But now it's more of a question instead of why is this happening to me? Why is this happening for me? And yeah. now I can see that. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was bad, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever because now that my sister's going through the similar things and like all of her rookies, like I'm able to comfort her and help her through all of the emotions that she's going through. Like, yeah. and just like the entire experience. So for me, like, obviously I would not trade it for anything because it's kind of grown me to have, to believe in this maybe philosophy and be able to impart that wisdom Uh, on (laughs) my sister and others and
0: everything. And, um, yeah, I love, this is something we talk about too, just like the, the phrase, why is this happening to me versus why is this happening for me? And we hear it all the time in like sermons and stuff, but it's so good because it, it takes you from like that victim mindset to a growing mindset yeah. and you're able to like learn through things instead of sitting in the sorrow or like, you know, just not t- using the situation as an opportunity to grow. Um, and so I really, you know, that can be applied to anything in yes. And yes and,
1: That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing that we had always, like, you and I, I know have talked about before is like using every situation as an opportunity, whether it's, you know, wins, losses, successes, failures, whatever it is to you in your mind, like, oh no, you didn't get something Mm -hmm. or didn't get what you wanted or things didn't turn out the way that you thought. It's like, how can I use that as an opportunity? Because Mm -hmm. God gives us like everything in our life is given to us. Yeah. And what's meant to be ours will be ours. Mm -hmm. And if that, it means, you know, he's, he's he's still giving you that failure. He's still giving you that loss in your mind, those trials. He's giving you those. And so it's so important not to just sit back and be like, because it's like, it's like painful to watch somebody do that. And it's like, Oh my gosh, like you're wasting an opportunity right. to show character, to grow yourself, to push yourself harder, or to be an encourager of other people around you, other people who maybe didn't make something or didn't get something. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. use every every situation as an opportunity to grow or shine through in a different way.
0: Yeah. It's easier said than done because, um, you know, obviously there are situations that are really tough and that's life. Mm-hmm. You're going to have... <laughs> these trials and tribulations throughout your entire life. And so if you don't start to see them as that now, like you're missing out on so much growth and wisdom that it's going to make life better and more fruitful for sure. and joyful. And like, I mean, that's like the point of this. Yeah. And
1: it sometimes it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. It's middle school time. me or whatever college me did yeah. not know that.
0: And so, no, definitely not. I, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's definitely something I've learned more in the past few years, I think, Mm -hmm. um, and it's become more real to me, but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just like you said, like everything is given and God lots us with, you know, his will. And we just have to take that as faithful stewards. And, you know, there's, there's times when you're not going to be able to answer those questions where it's like, why is this happening? If it's like a loss or something like super sad where, you know, you have every reason to be, um, upset about it, but it's just something that you kind of going back to what we talked about, like you don't know the good in the moment, but you'll probably and hopefully see the good towards like the end of his picture that he's making. Exactly. And, um, yeah. Just like that maybe philosophy of, of what you said. And I think too, like being able to use everything that you go through to help others like for you you know your sister or someone yeah but even just like each other like friendships and anyone like with dcc we have an opportunity to um do like my cosmic boot and um there's you know there's a lot of things a lot of different causes there and mine was like my, for my grandpa specifically and so i was able to bring awareness to that and like he had passed away this last year and so it was really hard mm-hmm. but obviously then i got to do something good and took it as an opportunity yeah (laughs) and so like there's so many yeah there's so many yeah you know just ways you can learn and grow from those things
1: oh for sure and i mean on the my cause and my boot train as well i know last year just kind of still going on this maybe philosophy it just goes to show again i chose to raise awareness for my cause my boot about scoliosis because Mm -hmm. that's something that I have and i i think i was born with it i don't really <laughs> i don't really know but like yeah. you know when i was in middle school i kind of found out at one of those random school screenings and um wow yeah i mean so yeah it was wow. kind of crazy i think it was fifth grade actually okay that we found out and we waited a year and my mom was like she's like mother's intuition mm-hmm. you know tanya good old tanya, tanya. She's, <laughs> she's on it with that stuff she's yeah. like maybe we should actually go get this checked out and turns out I had to, I was told I had to wear a back brace, which mm-hmm. is if you don't know what that is. It's kind of scary to look at. I don't even think you, I like don't have any pictures Wait, yeah, of it. I would love to Otherwise see I would have, I would show you
0: like we Can literally did Google not. Autograph-
1: yeah, we could totally Google it. Okay. Google back brace. <sighs> um, but it really looks like a hard body cast. Wow. And so as a middle young middle school girl, you know, wardrobe is everything. Fitting in with your friends is everything. You're mm-hmm. coming into your own. You're going through puberty. You're like doing all <laughs> these things. Yeah, like, so much is going on in your life, and you're really just coming into who you are. So to be told, like you basically have to wear a body cast for 23 hours of a day, and I've I danced like a lot back with then too. On? So no, you okay, you could take it off. That's why they say like 23 hours a day. Oh. But are they say 18 to 23? But you're like. Supposed to if you're being really feet. good about it, okay. you're supposed to like wear it all the time. But I slept wow. in it. I wore it to Oh
0: ow. That's I wore it to practice night.
1: and took it off just when I was dancing. And I mean you like physically can't dance in it really because yeah, it's, it's just, like, like it's just so hard. Yeah. But yeah. And so to be told that I would have to do that, I mean I mm-hmm. had to get a completely new wardrobe. I couldn't wear jeans. <sighs> I was like, literally called the sweatsuit girl because I was like, I could only wear those like pink store matching yeah. sweatsuits because it's really the only thing that fit over my brace. And like, Aww, you know, the self-consciousness about yeah. the big bulky buckles in the back, like baggy clothes are my best friends, skirts, whatever. And so it just, the, the whole thing and was like, so honestly I'm like surprised I'm not more traumatized from it yeah. like when I think about it but I I really was so positive about it in the moment too yes. even though I was like well you were this is horrible well, and <laughs> I feel like my mom was even more like upset about it than I was because she's <laughs> like oh my god like I can't yeah. believe it but just to bring it full circle mm-hmm. for example you know as I was saying I did I rose aware rose awareness about scoliosis for my Calls, my boots and there was one DCC kids camp This past summer Mm -hmm. where a girl came in, everyone called her my mini me. She was like tall, blonde blonde, and just, you know, and so she, anyway, she reminded everybody of me. And so I was chatting with her and I don't even remember, I think maybe they were asking us a question about my Cosme boots and I mentioned it and Uh, she was like, oh my gosh, I have that or. Something of that sort, yeah. and I was like, No way, this is so crazy! Yeah, and I kind of told her a little bit about my story and about just not letting it hold me back, and really just like you know, I'm wanting to help people move forward with that and know mm-hmm. that like it doesn't have to be something that holds you back. Yeah, she ended up, she did pageants. And so she actually ended up using that as her new platform for pageants, because I was so like open and outward and talking about it to everybody and wanting to help people. And so just to see like the impact that I had on her and now she's going to have on so many people Mm -hmm. is just incredible. And, and it's obviously good now that I look at it when (laughs) I thought that it was bad. And so it's just another one of those things, like years later, yeah. Like, you just never know how you might be able to help somebody like that or inspire someone, so.
0: Yeah, and, like, just like you said, you know, she'll go off to help others, too. Like, mm-hmm. you're kind of planting that in her. Yeah. Um, that's actually interesting. I remember seeing her face light up, like, when she heard you had Scoliosis. because so cute. cute. She was like, no way. Like me too. I have it too. I'm like, yeah. wow. Well, scoliosis sisters. <laughs> Scoli sisters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, oh and goodness. Like, I mean, it has affected you now too. It's not something oh, for that's sure. when you're younger. Like-
1: nope. I'm doing physical therapy and all the other things <laughs> yeah. for my back now. And the good thing is, you know, the, it's like, it really and truly has never held me back because I didn't let it. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I feel lucky. It's hasn't really caused me much pain, Mm -hmm. but just with mobility, like I definitely don't have the most flexible back Mm -hmm. or just like torso in general, like even moving side to side, it's like little differences or little things that I notice with my body that I'm self-conscious about like unevenness. And, you know, it's just one of those things that again, you, it's what God gave me. Uh He gave it to me for a reason. And I want to use it as a gift to help others and inspire others and not let it hold them back. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I'm just trying to do.
0: Yeah. And people don't realize like how much that actually, um, you know, plays into what we do. Like, it actually is super hard for you sometimes. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: Kelly's like touch the floor with your head, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I will try. <laughs> There's a picture of like Marissa. She has the most. She's so she's so good. She her back is so yeah. flexible. Her head's like touching the ground, and mine is like several <laughs> feet off the ground. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: it's impressive. you gotta baby. make it work. Yeah, I'm saying like, you're doing. Take it till you make
1: it. You're doing
0: everything you can do. It's impressive and. I mean, it's hard on our bodies in general, so the <laughs> true. Fact that you can do it is great. So true. I know, but I love that, and I love that we can just share, like, our stories and our struggles, and that can be um, our platform a lot of yeah. times, and, you know, I mean, I have different things that I have thought about, and even just things that we talk about within DCC, like, there's a cheerleader for everyone, and mm-hmm. whether that's, like, what someone looks like, their hair color, like... Their body type, whatever it is, um, it's something that I've been learning to kind of find like purpose in and joy in as well. Because I mean, I remember like growing up never thinking I would ever be an NFL cheerleader because I was like, oh, oh yeah. I just like I don't have
1: that look or the body type for Same. it. The thing is though, like everybody has their own like insecurities and things that they're fixated on with yes, themselves. For sure. And the thing that I love about this team and like just and really just like the people that are a part of this team Mm -hmm. is that everybody embraces everyone's uniqueness Mm -hmm. and like you were saying like everybody has a cheerleader that they can relate to and And look up to yeah, yeah and that they can look up to like we might think it's an imperfection but somebody else is thinking Oh my gosh! I want to be just like her. Like yeah. she has that too, or she does this too, mm-hmm. or like I don't know, Gives whatever. Them it that is.
0: like hope that they can do that one day, and <clears throat> exactly, yeah, for sure. I think there's so many aspects of life that we can just, you know, share if we are willing to. True. So I love that. Um, and something like I also kind of want to talk about because. Like we talk about, we have to preach these things to ourselves too. And it is easier said than done. But it's, you know, why it's so important to be rooted in yeah. your faith and knowing your value and where that comes from and um, having that strong foundation to fall back on. And so, you know, without it, like you, you've said to me, like you can mm-hmm. just be like super lost. You can
1: feel really lost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, seriously, like I've, I feel like there's been so many – experiences with friends or myself, or, you know, just everybody's got their own situation. Everybody's got their own struggles and trials. And it's like, yeah, if you don't have that foundation and you're not, you know, continuously working on your relationship with God and praying about it, like you really can, you really, you really just like, don't know where to turn and you don't know where to go. And so it really is so important to have that deep foundation so yeah. that in the times where you're doubting yourself or mm-hmm. doubting why something's happening to you or for you or whatever it may be mm-hmm. it's you know you can you have that to fall back on and you know that it's you know that it's a deep down and um that everything does happen for a reason so
0: yeah for sure definitely learned and you can't like obviously expect to fix these things overnight but it's like something we've talked about is intentionally building that foundation like daily and the, you know, those little things get worked on through you throughout life. And, um, just how important it is to really build that and like pour into that relationship because, you know, something or a way I've heard it said that I really liked is like our relationship with God is kind of like your relationship with like, husband or a boyfriend Mm -hmm. like you have to intentionally spend time with them or even just a friend like yeah you have to intentionally spend time and like put that effort in there to have a relationship with that person and um
1: something yeah something i'm working on all the time like yeah
0: yeah i mean it's and it is it's like i don't know why but it's harder (laughs) it is not you know he's not physically no it is you know but it's just like so important mm-hmm. and so the more that we can like dig into that and like just spend even a little bit of time with them every day or talk exactly. to them every day and pray like the more these things are going to like um just be mended in our minds and like right. um we're just gonna learn more so true yeah yeah
1: i'm so and we're i'm excited to start um, our dcc bible study back up again too. I
0: know yes this is something we definitely talk about um, just with everything that we go through and stuff and so it's it's kind of awesome to be able to like pull these ideas like into that as well. but um, I kind of like just want to hear a little bit about your faith journey and you know when everything kind of became real for you.
1: Yeah, well, I feel like I don't have like this crazy crazy story, <laughs> no, no, but sure. but yeah, I mean, I just grew up in a Christian household and, up going to church every sunday all the things and i feel like it was you know my faith was really deeply rooted in me um from a very young age mm-hmm. and which i'm so thankful for um and then you know things get busy and college <laughs> happens and yeah. I, like all of the activities and i feel like you know college was were the years where i i don't want to say like strayed like it wasn't anything crazy like obviously it was yeah, still deeply still rooted you. but yeah you know i wasn't as consistent with pursuing Mm -hmm. my relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like just the DCC audition process really kind of sparked that faith journey in me again, and kind of brought it to the forefront of my life again. Yeah. And it's, and I just can remember kind of laying down every night in bed, like (laughs) praying, you know, but I wasn't, I was never praying dear God, please let me make this team. Like it wasn't like, (laughs) I need to make this team it was like god please i pray that everything that happens just happens for a reason and that i can use this and grow from this whether that's this team or not like really somehow or another like ended up like not even really relating to the audition process as much anymore it's like yeah i'm -hmm. in it i'm there i'm going through the mental struggles all (laughs) the things that we all go through and Mm -hmm. it was really so much more like so much bigger than that and it was more of I just want your plan for me in the right time. And whatever happens, I want it to happen in your timing, where you want me, mm-hmm. when you want want it to happen, all of the things. And so, and then, you know, everything, it was kind of a, it, it really was kind of a God moment because I remember I, I ended up making the team mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm so thankful. I was fortunate enough to end up making the team. And mm-hmm. it really just felt like, it was where I was supposed to be at that time. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because it's what I wanted to do and it was my goal, but honestly, all of the relationships that he has put in my life and blessed me with have also added to my faith journey. Like you, you, Claire, for (laughs) example, and just like so many other um, faith leaders, I'll call them in my life that have really kind of sparked that back up and through our DCC Bible studies and just people being so willing to speak about their own stories and insecurities and um, be vulnerable about their own experiences Mm -hmm. was so pivotal, pivotal in my faith journey to just kind of re-spark it in Mm -hmm. me and make it such a priority in my life that it is again now today. Yeah.
0: I think so many girls can relate to that too, because a lot of times girls and anyone like grows up, with that foundation, and you know, it's in their family, they grow up as a Christian, and they have the, you know, basic knowledge to have like a relationship with God. And then, you know, once you leave your family's house and go to college, things kind of can get like, messy. you're on your own, yeah, it's up to you. It's, it's up like... to you. And you're young still. And you have so many distractions, like sororities and dance. And like, there's so many things to take your mind off of it. And like, I think it's cool. And just like, you know, beautiful that you can come back to like once you start diving back into Mm -hmm. your faith again um god is just like waiting there with open arms to like kind of catch up where you left off but also just you know embrace you and just let you know that like you're still loved you're still the same child of god that you always were even like even though you might not have been as focused on it in those few years um but it's just like a testament that once he has his grasp on us like he really doesn't let go, but it it is up to us to kind of um, further that relationship and like pour into it. I just think that's like something a lot of girls can relate to because, you know.
1: Well, and something that we talked about too in our Bible studies and just in our own time mm -hmm. um, is that God takes you as you are and Mm -hmm. where you are. It's not, you don't have to have this crazy story or you don't have to be the perfect your whatever your definition of the perfect, perfect christian, christian is yeah i know he takes you as you are he loves you as you are and yeah it's all about your own personal growth and going
0: from there and just mm-hmm. trying to have a relationship every day with him honestly i think he loves the mess like oh yeah you know that's where, <laughs> that's where his work is just like shown even more so i don't know it's just you know it's cool because it's like you really don't have to be whatever you think is a perfect christian like he turns graves into gardens and like there's so many cool stories i've heard of people going from like off the wall alcoholic you know just crazy 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 stories like with that and then you know them turning into pastors or like them just Mm -hmm. having a really come to jesus moment (laughs) uh, like 180 in life like that happens more than we can even like know or talk Mm -hmm. about but it's really cool and so i just love that that's kind of like a part of your story and that um having community has really helped you it really is yeah it's having community I like how you said that yeah and friends honestly friends to kind of be on that same page and support you yeah because I think when you're in college too sometimes you like I felt weird sometimes like (laughs) not super weird but I was like I I I don't know if everyone like just you know I don't know what these people think and true I was like you know kind of diving in deeper with Mm -hmm. that in that phase of my life but um it's nice now yeah. it's just like such a blessing where we're at and um i truly think that our team is blessed we have so many amazing amazing women and um that you know have great backgrounds great foundations and they're able to pour into us and hopefully that's what we're doing for the yeah next um few years of girls behind us <laughs> i hope so <laughs> if any of you are listening i know <laughs> we love you. We're trying. trying. just Um, But yes, so obviously, like, kind of bouncing off of what I just was talking about, like with having great friends in your life. I'm obviously so grateful to live with and have Jess in my life and as one of my best friends. And another thing about her that just everyone needs to know (laughs) is she's someone who is truly happy for others. And has always cheered me and other friends on with things like that we're doing in life and things we're doing with dcc and it means so much to me as a friend and i think it's so important um to make sure like you're lifting others up and like encouraging others and their successes and especially as like women it's like you know women empowering women we hear it all the time but in a, such a competitive environment like it's almost like more needed because you can feel that competitiveness sometimes and like I'm just so appreciative that you've always been such like a smiling and loving like person to be around and just you know clap for your friend's successes and stuff um but on that note too like we're obviously in a business where not everybody gets the same opportunities Mm -hmm. or the same um gets to do the same things and that's with absolutely anything in life um but how do you like kind of remain so positive in those situations. And that can be, you know, inside of DCC. Yeah. or out.
1: Well, luckily, I feel like I have so many awesome friends who are so humble and kind, like, being happy for people really is not that hard for me, but <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I also understand and have been in the situations where, you know, there's just that someone who's yeah. like, okay, deep breath, like, maybe I don't understand why or you're just asking yourself, like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, I've, worked hard I feel like I'm deserving not that anyone else isn't but yeah you know I feel like a lot of people can relate to that in work or teams or school or whatever it is and mm-hmm. um the way that I really try to remain positive about that is I feel so philosophical I'm talking about my maybe <laughs> philosophy and I've got another one for you too but it's really this and this is something that I've actually like prayed about it was I learned it in college. Yeah, actually on Texas palm Uh is and I'm sure it's not some like groundbreaking thing. I'm sure people have heard of it. But it's this expect nothing appreciate everything attitude. Mm -hmm. And it sounds kind of funny expect nothing like obviously we have goals, we're gonna work hard. I don't mean like expect absolutely (laughs) nothing for yourself. But it's it's really more of a focus on the appreciating everything and appreciating what you're given. And using your gifts that you have that are meant for you that god gave you to Mm -hmm. grow and to help others around you and um something else that i feel like has really helped me if i'm ever feeling like you know oh well i didn't get that opportunity that i really wanted or um didn't get the job or didn't make the dance or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. um going back throughout all of my years the one thing that's kind of a commonality is you know, going back to the using, using your every situation as an opportunity. Like if you have a gift of encouraging others, use it. Yeah. And sometimes it's helpful to focus on others and helping others and being an encourager rather than focusing on yourself. Like another example this year, going into auditions. I kind of tried something a little different and, you know, I'm trying to like be in a different like headspace and be really, really positive this year. And yeah, I'm not even kidding. I prayed right before, like the day before going into it morning of whatever, before the finals round where everybody meets up together in person to be an encourager of others, like
0: literally nothing about
1: myself. And I feel like I was put in a group where I was like able to really like help people you mm-hmm. know there was a lot of new people in my group and mm-hmm. i have tried to just take take myself out of the equation yeah like this is my third time doing this like it's gonna be fine like yeah. everybody messes up knowing that that's okay and like really folk- putting my energy on others and it was mm-hmm. the it was my like the least stressful best audition process i think that i've been through mm-hmm. was it that i don't know but like <laughs> i feel like that really really helped yeah just going into it and sometimes just taking yourself out and focusing
0: yeah, on other less on yourself and yeah. focusing
1: on others is so, so helpful. And I you'll always that. be blessed by that. And, um, For sure. It's always a work in progress and of course, and I'm super competitive as I'm sure all of us are on the team and in work as well. I work in commercial real estate. I forgot to mention that, but I work in commercial real estate and so we're always competing for business Mm -hmm. and it's the same kind of competitiveness I bring to that that I do with DCC. Yeah. And, you know, so it isn't always easy because I like, if you're, if you're like me, like it's. It's nice to see a reward that mm. comes with the hard work and you yeah. know that it's paying off and you know that you're growing,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: it's important to take the wins and losses and whatever you view as success or failure as um, the chance to glorify God and mm-hmm. just encourage others to keep pushing and continue to push yourself and just let your character shine through and know that
0: what's meant to be yours will be yours. I love that. I think it's so true. Like, you might not always see the reward on the other side of your hard work. And like, sometimes you will, sometimes you won't, but, um, I think just having the purpose of focusing on others and everything you said on finals day, being able to take your mind off of yourself, even though, you know, you could have been stressed. You could have been totally focused on yourself. You're still in that mindset, yeah. but like to have that, it does help. It kind of takes the pressure off yourself. Cause you're like, okay, there's other people here that mm-hmm. are going through the same things that i did and am and i'm just gonna you know focus on helping them and like mm-hmm. she literally nailed it on solo day God. everyone was like standing Thanks, with from- the help of you <laughs> and so many no, others <laughs> but is so good and it just it's like for me and the crowd i think and everyone else because we know Jess like Everyone is standing up, so happy for you, just so excited Aww. to see you Kayla, because of the person you are. You know, you're always humble and you're always you're always that leader and focus on others, like when no one's watching. And I think it's just a testament to your character that everything you were praying out, praying about the night before, was to be like to serve others mm-hmm. instead of God. You know help me have the best performance ever. Like, (laughs) help, help them really love me. (laughs) Send the love my way, please. (laughs) Like, that is so cool. And it just, it just shows like, um, what kind of heart you have and the work that Jesus is doing in it. And like, that is definitely something to be proud of. And just everyone's, you know, rooting you on and others who are like that. And I just, thanks. And I hope,
1: I hope, I hope that I have the chance Uh to encourage
0: someone like, you
1: know, it's, it's always, the most rewarding when that's the case. So. Yeah,
0: I know, and I think that's good for any girl who is kind of struggling with jealousy or comparison or whatever within teams or within your job or just life in general. S- siblings, friends. Yeah, I don't know. It could be literally anything. <laughs> All the things. It could be literally anything. Like just maybe take taking that step back to like take your eyes off of yourself and focus on how you can serve others is going to give you so much more purpose. And it's so just, true. you know, it's life-giving, you yeah. know? Agreed. I love that. I love that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I know. This is so fun. I love just like having these little chats and I know. Like, I'm sure we have more. them often. <laughs> we do. We really do. I'm blessed to have her as my roommate because we just sit on our couch some days until like 1am and we True. talk about things and the whole, the whole first week,
1: <laughs> maybe first two weeks where we were moved in together. I literally think that we came in and like sat on the couch and yeah. talked about everything under the moon and actually until 1am, like no yeah. exaggeration. I yeah. was like, dang it. We did it again. We did it
0: again. I'm not <laughs> mad about it, but <laughs> I did lose a little bit of sleep. It's fine. We probably vegged <laughs> out too for like yeah, we literally, did. we had such a busy summer with training camp. We did. Today. So we moved in and then we both left and then we both came back and we're like, we just need to sit and watch. Oh yeah. We
1: watched, I think four, four movies yeah. total. Some in the theater, some yeah. at home. Honestly, two or three of them might've been in a row actually. No, they were in a row. Now that I think about it. They were in a row and yeah. like.
0: Honestly, it's the best it was the best weekend ever yeah we this is so much fun we have a great time and it's just fun because we get to like yeah have super cool moments like this and share obviously a huge part of our lives together so true and then we also get to share the other huge part which is faith and like just different things that we go through and Jess is the girl. <laughs> Thanks, Claire. <laughs> okay, well, we've talked about so many
1: positive things, but we haven't mentioned that there is one catch <laughs> to, our, to our new living
0: situation. Uh, yes. What is it, Claire? We literally have, sorry if they're listening, they probably don't know who we I are. I hope they're listening. <laughs> yeah, honestly. We have the loudest stompers. Like We've named them the stompers. The stompers. Like, Jess and I are pretty <laughs> calm, and we both of us- tiptoe. We tiptoe, but we have taken the broom to the ceiling, <laughs> like, trying to get them to shut up. <laughs> I literally,
1: well- we called and we tried to figure it out and nothing will resolve it. Yeah. And So I had to take matters into my own hands. And yeah. this morning, I think I knocked on the ceiling and every square inch of the ceiling.
0: I, I don't think they can hear it. Literally either. It's so bad. I mean, I swear it's like jumping, stomping at all hours of the night. It's rough. It's, a, it's
1: it's our um positive spin i'm trying to think hmm. uh, they're our own personal alarm clock at oh, six yeah. in the morning yeah yay. for sure it
0: to get up? <laughs> yay and we did like write i mocked up a little note but i was too scared to <laughs> go put it upstairs because i'm like nervous that they're gonna come with a vengeance <laughs> for us but
1: we could talk about this a lot for an entire podcast yeah honestly <laughs> so if you're listening stomp our friends upstairs <laughs> keep it down please keep it
0: down <laughs> thank you tiptoe tiptoe tip toe. <laughs> <laughs> what's that song it's like tip toe by by the wind. Wind. Oh. <laughs> oh i was thinking of the american idol we were on two different wavelengths that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yours is the creepy song i know mine was creepy i know <laughs> but yeah so we're having lots of fun and i'm sure we'll have more talks when we're oh, yes just tired from the week at 11 mm-hmm. 15 p.m it's delirious and we have a conversation that we want to share. Yeah. <laughs> I might be back. She might be back. Get ready for it. Um, no, but so fun. And I hope that everyone has just loved this podcast and loved to hear what you've had to say and um, has been blessed by it because I know I have. Yay.
1: Well, thanks so much <laughs> for having me, Claire. This was so much fun. And, yeah, I hope you guys can. Take something away from it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you next time on the Sweet as Honey podcast. Love y'all. And don't forget to like, subscribe. I'm just kidding. Like
1: and subscribe, everyone. Follow
0: along, please. Actually, I love it. I love the support. And you guys are the best. So. Claire's the best. But yeah, we'll see you next time. Um, deuces. <laughs> deuces. <laughs>